This is the last video. This is it. This is the final piece regarding Ben Simmons. I can't believe it, but we're finally here. And I could not be happier, man. I could not be happier. We have covered this man, this story, for the last seven months. You know, ever since I started this journey on YouTube, man, Ben's been a big part of this channel because the Sixers fan base, the core, man, we cover this team every day. You know, and Ben was one of my favorite players, unfortunately. And the way that it happened, the way it unfolded, the demise of Ben Simmons, um, it's over. And, you know, this is more of an informal one. But, you know, I want to talk about what Joel Embiid said about him the other night. And and also give a final farewell to the 2-5 movement. Speaking of which, um, you guys are amazing, man. You guys are incredible. The 2-5 movement, here lies it. It is officially done. Um He's gone. I'm happy about that. Um, you guys did this, though. You guys did this. We we created the 2-5 movement. <laughs> we had major radio stations. We had uh, all the Philly stations. We had the national stage. We had everybody calling this man 2-5. Why did I start it? And and a lot of people, you know, tried to DM me a couple of weeks ago telling me, oh, well, you, you, you stole material. You did this and that. Like, no, I, I started this myself, and you guys helped revolutionize it you know what I mean and who cares at the end of the day but it's funny it is um the reason it was started was because the man did not deserve the respect that he was getting from a lot of people because of the way that he handled this situation acting like a man child and I'm gonna end up playing a, a clip from a, our stream the other day when he got traded uh because obviously I was more in the moment then now I'm just more chilled laid back I'm feeling fantastic about the future of this Sixers team I'm so happy man but the 2-5 movement is gone. I know people are already beginning the Ben 10 movement now that he's number 10. Um, we made that man change his number. We made him retire that number because all he heard was 2-5 every which way. And that, that's great, man. That's great. Um, it'll, it'll live on forever. The 2-5 movement, man. Anyway, he's up there in Brooklyn. Before we talk more about him and Joel Embiid, I just want to quickly address this national narrative that's going on, Okay. I'm more motivated than ever. They have they have thrown fuel into the fire. I'm ready to go harder than ever. Obviously, we cover this team every day in, in a you know variety of aspects, but I'm ready to go harder than ever because the the bogus that's being thrown out there on the national stage about this Sixers team is completely false. And, and I want to continually capture the voice of Sixers fans. I'm so tired of these national narratives. You know, all of a sudden, you know, seven months of hibernation. This guy is not a good player anymore, and he's he's mentally weak, and he doesn't have, you know, a strong character. How is how is he going to fit and continue his career? As soon as he gets traded, all of a sudden, oh, well, he's a three-time All-Star, and he's going to make everybody better, and, and Kevin Durant needs some. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And the Sixers constantly get raked through the coals, and I'm tired of it. It took so long for Embiid to get his respect. Now... We are just getting slandered. We are getting ripped for no reason. When this Sixers team, for the first time in forever, we can say they are in championship contention. You know why it happens? Because the national stage, they need ratings. They need clicks. A lot of us that cover our teams independently are, are slowly gaining traction, and they need debates. They need clicks because, you know, 
it, it, it's it's the same way, for example, with LeBron and the Lakers. That team is dog awful right now. They are crap. But but they need to talk about LeBron. That's why they constantly talk about the Lakers team every day, even though they're irrelevant right now. The same thing happens with Kevin Durant. They're going to need to keep that team afloat because, by the way, they, they just lost their 11th straight game last night. And, and these people, these Nets fans, these other fans, want to tell me that the Sixers got fleeced in this trade? Uh, excuse me. The Nets have lost 11 straight. And, and real quick for the people trying to say that, you know, Ben, ben Simmons and James Harden quitting are the same thing. Let me tell you something. James Harden actually played more games as a net than KD did. James Harden's version of quitting consisted, one, of asking out of Houston because the team was going into a rebuild. He lost his man, Daryl Morey, after they had their best chance in a Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals, and the team was going in a different direction. He left Houston. He goes to Brooklyn, and he has a selfish teammate, and he got tired of those personalities. Now you throw Ben Simmons into that mix, all right? Ben Simmons went into hiding for seven months, acted like a complete man-child, and, you know, it's not the same. It's not the same. Now he's ready to come back and, and get ramped up. Anyway, look at this, man. Stephen A. Smith says that the Sixers made a mistake trading Ben and that it's going to be the worst day of Daryl Morey's career, even though just before and for months and months, Stephen A. said that the Sixers were wasting Joel Embiid's prime, that it was a, a, a crime that we were holding on to Ben. Now we got James Harden, which, by the way, you know, the fact that we got James Harden for role players, a ghost, and two first-round picks, one's in 2027, it's protected. I mean, it, it's it's unbelievable. But yet the national stage will continue to downplay it anyway. Um, I'm so excited, guys. Moving on, Joel Embiid's last 12 games, 35 points per game. 12.8 rebounds per game, five assists, almost two blocks, 51% from the field. Joel Embiid had a 40-point triple-double. We're adding James Harden. This is going to be scary basketball, man. The league is about to be put on notice. Now, even if it doesn't work out all this year, I have trust in Daryl Morey. We all should to get this team in the right position to have a window here to compete. He finally got his guy, James Harden, that he has wanted for years, um, and it's amazing. And the other night after the OKC game, um, Joel Embiid obviously was going to get peltered with questions because it was, you know, the first time he spoke after the trade and Joel Embiid went in on him and he says, it's disappointing that all the winning he and Simmons were able to do became secondary quote. It's unfortunate that I guess having his own team and being a star was more important. Joel, I love you, man. Joel represents everything about this city and he's going to speak the truth. And that is the truth. It's very unfortunate the way this played out. But the things that make me more mad are showing up at training camp and acting like a child, right? And then, you know, not talking and and more so just not wanting to play with Joel Embiid, who is the greatest player in the league right now. Um, and he shows that every night and not helping us win a championship. And honestly, if you had taken just a few baby steps in terms of developing your offensive game, we would have probably been in the championship by now, maybe even won one. It's so, it's so sad that a number one overall pick just did not have the desire to get better, and we went through years, and I believed in you all the way up until last year, more than other people, and I can admit I was wrong in that aspect, and it's just absolutely crazy that you would post jump shot videos in the offseason, never got better, right? It's just sad. They asked Joel about his tweet. He tweeted out the guy, the meme of the guy at the funeral, and Joel just had fun. He played it off. I don't even know what the tweet was about. I thought he was well-dressed. I freaking love Joel, man. 
And I'm so glad we finally got him his star caliber player. It's going to be great. You know, somebody told me that Ben Simmons suffers from narcissistic personality disorder. I didn't believe it. Um, but here it is. Uh, last night, Ben Simmons liked a tweet from Sixer Stats Verified Page um, that was actually praising Joel Embiid. And I was like, wow, that's weird. You know, he's, he's liking a tweet that praises Joel. But then I see it mentions him. It mentions him. Why would he like a tweet praising Joel Embiid? Because it mentions him. <laughs> you guys might be right. You guys might be right. I'll leave that to speculate. Um, but hey, at least the Brooklyn Nets are going to get the best version of him, right? Oh, wait a second. Steve Nash commented on it last night. Ben does a thousand things on the court, and shooting is not one that I'm dying to see. He's an amazing ball player. That's without shooting the ball. Brooklyn Nets fans, I apologize in advance. You won't want to hear from me. You'll think I'm being a homer. Um, what did I say the other day? You're going to get the same exact version of Ben Simmons. He will not develop, and I don't think he'll play more than four years in the league if he does not develop. But another coach getting ready to baby him. Steve Nash, all-time great point guard. Well, another another coach that's going to let him do exactly what he wants. You wait to see how fast it boils over with Kyrie Irving. Or Kevin Durant. You'll see. You'll see. At last, before we play the clip, thank you, Ben Simmons. The only great thing you did was this. <laughs> your antics, your childish manners led to James Harden finally reuniting with Daryl Morey. Look at that. We have two-star basketball coming to Philadelphia. The process actually worked out in some way, even crazier than we thought. All the pain, the torture... We have James Harden and Joel Embiid. And for the people that want to say he's washed, okay, James Harden is washed, averaging 23-11-8. Well, <laughs> look, is he the same version as he was in Houston? No. But is, is James Harden going to be motivated to finally get that ring, finally enter the era here of unfinished business with Daryl Morey, James Harden never having a big man like Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid never playing with a lethal guy who can create his own shot, like James Harden, you got Tyrese Maxey developing, hitting shots off the dribble. It's going to get scary. It's going to get scary in Philadelphia. And you just wait to see how long it takes for the national media to change their tune about this Sixers team. I, look, maybe they'll just keep on throwing dirt on our name. Who knows? I don't care. This Sixers team, for once, is in championship contention. They have as good of a chance as anybody to compete in the East. It's going to take time. It's going to take some games to mesh. But at the end of the day, Ben Simmons, you know, and and, and apparently according to reports, uh, Ben Simmons is ramping up. He's already talked to Steve Nash. He, apparently he's good now. Apparently he's fine. You know, it might take a couple games to get his conditioning back. But he's good. He's good, right? So I, I just want to put out one final message. Um, basketball aside, you know, I hope that Ben Simmons knows what he did is setting a terrible example for, for young kids, for people growing up. He used mental health. And I'm not saying he, there's nothing going on. But but at the end of the day, if you just get traded and you're automatically ready to go, they said he was emotional on the phone with Katie. Thank you for believing in me, was the quote. <laughs> we believed in you for five years, Ben. We believed in you for five years. You didn't show us anything. And then you quit after folding like a broken tent in the playoffs. And that was it. And you didn't communicate. You didn't want anybody to see you. You were you were selfish. And this team continually fought without you. And they they worked hard and they got through. But anyway, 
you know, it's been a nice journey. The two five stands, it's been nice going back and forth with you. You know, and, and there there are some people that enjoyed him that are Sixers fans. They will remain, you know, supporting the team. There's others who obviously, you know, great players have fans, fan bases that just support them. Have a good time in Brooklyn. Shout out to Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. They looked absolutely miserable on the bench last night. But, um, you know, good luck to them. I appreciated their efforts. Um, at the end of the day, thank you for getting us James Harden. That's it. Um, but this whole thing with the mental health, it, it's a bad look. And I just hope that one day down the road you realize and, and you, you own up to your, your failures and your mistakes. If not, who knows what's going to happen. Go get your money, I guess. Go. Good luck. Good luck. But um, the Sixers fan base has had enough torture, and it was only right. You got us James Harden. And, um, well, maybe we'll see in the playoffs. Maybe not since you're an eighth seed. Um, but, yeah, goodbye. Goodbye to five. The movement is over. And the Sixers won the trade. But Ben Simmons, listen to me, man. What you did this year, how you acted like a child, like a, a, a man baby, your refusal to get better on your game for four years, for five years, you won't take a damn jump shot. You sat here and you look more selfish than ever. You didn't want to come and play next to the greatest player in the league. You're selfish. You're not built. And boy, March 10th, I hope you show your face. I'm about to go order courtside tickets. I'm about to take the hit because I want to see you there. Even if you're on the bench, they might have to bring you out with security. Your refusal to get better and, and, you know, us Sixers fans, the stuff we have had to go through and you... You would not get better. You did not show your face. You showed up like a wimp in, in, in training camp, and you lollygagged around like a bum. And I am so happy that I can officially say you are off this team. That, that might even be the better part than getting James Harden. We do not have to try to sit here and go back and forth in our own minds and, and sit and wonder what is going to happen. If this was to go on for another six months, I would have lost my mind. You had to pull the deal today because the Nets were in the most vulnerable position ever. Almost on the verge of losing 10 in a row. They had to break up their core, which ended up never amounting to anything. And I'm just glad, you know, best of luck to you. Go get your money. Go get your money. Thank you for giving us a chance, I guess. But but let me just tell you straight up, man to man, your refusal to get better, that will not take you far, man. Oh, and by the way, just for the record, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell was the rookie of the year. You guys have a good one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.